and perseverance. It's all next on This Week in High School Sports. Hi again, everyone. I'm John Johnson, and welcome to This Week in High School Sports. History repeated itself at the MHSAA Lower Peninsula Cross Country Finals last weekend at Michigan International Speedway. Carson City Crystal's Colvin Clark took top individual honors in leading the Eagles to the team championship. This year we have the most talented group of guys I've ever ran with, and I knew that we could if we worked hard, if we could pull off at the state title, and I was hoping to get an individual one too. Ashton Kiefer also earned All-State honors for Carson City, finishing 25th. The last time the Eagles won the team title in cross country was in 1994, when they also produced the individual champion in Justin Curry. In the girls' competition, Maple City Glen Lakes' McKenna Scott finally had all of her hard work pay off in claiming the individual title in Division IV. The dedication, but I have to give up time with my friends to make sure I can run. And at the time, times of saying, no, I'm sorry, I can't have a sleepover tonight. At that time, I was like, oh, man, it really is all going to be worth it in the end. And just looking back at it, you really have to want it if you're going to win a state championship. You have to give so much up, but still be a kid at the same time. Scott took the lead down the home stretch after Lansing Christian's Madison Bowles went down. Bowles rallied to finish 12th, which helped the Pilgrims win the team title. You can read more about the cross-country finals on the second half page of the MHSAA website. Our This Week Game Balls go out to the girls swimming and diving team at Ludington, which won its first league title in 13 years last week at the Coastal Conference Championship. Ryan Rohrer won the 100 freestyle and 100 breaststroke and anchored the winning 400 relay team. And Carson Vanderhoff of Caledonia, who rushed for 343 yards and four touchdowns in a district semifinal football playoff win over Lowell. Back with more in a moment, you're listening to This Week in High School Sports. Everyone in sports is in search of the elusive perfect game. Making every shot, completing every pass, striking everyone out, getting each call right. That's right, game officials enjoy the competition and seek perfection just like the players do. If you still have that competitive streak and want to help kids by giving back, maybe becoming a high school official is for you. To register, log on to MHSAA.com. A message from the Michigan High School Athletic Association, promoting the value and values of educational athletics. Our weekly Be the Referee feature takes a look at the fine art of officiating with Brent Rice. Today we're going to talk about how officials are selected for the MHSAA football playoffs. Just as the best teams advance in the tournament week after week, the best officiating crews advance in the tournament in much the same way. For a crew to be eligible for an assignment, many requirements have to be met prior to the season. Submission of their season schedule making sure that the crew has completed the annual rules meeting as well as a football rules test. Much weight is given to ratings. Each crew is rated by schools following each game as well as observation reports where officiating experts go out and either watch crews work live or on video in making sure that the best crews advance throughout the tournament. Thanks Brent. You can be a referee. Go to the MHSEA website now to register. Here's a chance. Look out. Salamani scores. Salamani got loose. Got beyond the defenders. And for the first time today, Patrick Woodbury has been beaten by one that got by him into the back of the net, and it's one to nothing. Joe Jason on the NFHS Network at the Division II Boys Soccer Final at Comstock Park Saturday, where it came down to the irresistible force 
against the immovable object. I'm pretty sure it was Tyler Corstan. She passed it to me. I took a touch and I saw that the goalie was, was a little bit to, to, to my right, so I just shot it at bottom left. And luckily it went in, unlike the 500 other ones. That's Aaron Salomani, who after being stonewalled by DeWitt goalie Patrick Woodbury throughout the game, punched in the game winner for Richland Gull Lake in a 1-0 overtime victory to give the Blue Devils their first title since 1993. DeWitt was in the finals for the first time. Detroit Catholic Central in Division I, Gross Eel in Division III, and Adrian Lenaway Christian in Division IV were the other champions. You can read more about the boys' soccer finals on the second half page of the MHSEA website. You've been listening to This Week in High School Sports, a production of the MHSAA Network. Thanks for joining us, everyone. I'm John Johnson. We'll see you next time. Every touchdown. Fires, and it's caught for the touchdown. Every hit. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. Every basket. This one's good if it goes. Oh, dear. Every goal is on GetStuckOnSports.com all season long. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey with you tonight as we have reached the district finals in high school football. The 8-0 Port Huron High Big Reds trying to do something that no Big Red team has done since 1952, and that's start a season 9-0. That's the last time it happened, 1952. Big Reds have a chance to make that happen tonight. They're also trying to win the third district title in school history and their second straight. Remember, last year they won the district title uh, with the victories over Port Huron Northern and Lakeview. This year they have uh, already beaten Lance Cruz and Lake Shore to get to this game. Uh, the other time the Big Reds won a, a district uh, final was back in 2011. That 2011 team went 10-2 and and made it to the uh, regional uh, and that 10-win season is the only 10-win season in Big Red uh, history. De La Salle, well, they've made the playoffs 13 of the last 15 years. In that 15-year stretch, they've had only one losing season. They've won three state championships just since 2014, winning in 14, 2017, and 2018, and they've been to the finals five times since 2006. This could be a fun football game. De La Salle has never lost to a Port Huron school. They're 2-0 against the Big Reds, and they're 2-0 against the Huskies, and both those wins over the Huskies came here at Memorial Stadium, and all four of those wins were playoff games. We'll talk to Ryan Mullins next. Uh, another windy con- – every time I interview Ryan Mullins, the wind comes out. Another windy conversation with Coach Mullins coming up next here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com.
Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the application for employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Get Stuck on Sports is the place for high school football playoff action. Next week, it's the regional playoffs. You can follow Port Huron High and Marine City should they advance right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Next week is also the start of the high school hockey season. Join us next Wednesday as Port Huron Northern hosts Detroit Catholic Central. And on Thursday, Marysville will face Clio. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey. All right, welcome back to the uh, pregame show with uh, head coach uh, Ryan Mullins. Real quick look back against Lance Cruz. You scored early, got out to a lead, you ran the football, and you stopped the run. It was pretty textbook. Yeah, you know, that's what we like to focus on is winning the run game, which means we're winning the line of scrimmage. I thought we did that on both sides of the ball. You know, got off to a little bit of a slow start, uh, but once we're able to score and then, the, you know, the play by Noah Kendall to get the defense to score really ignited us, and, and really from there we played with a lot of momentum. That play, uh, I mean, that was just a tremendous play. Was, I, I described it uh, during the broadcast as almost like a shot block in basketball. I mean, it just shows you. He's a different player. Yeah, you know, he gave us a huge lift even before the defensive series, before that with a big quarterback sack. Again, at a point when it's 0-0, you know, put them into a punt situation. really just gave us a lot of momentum. I mean, having Noah back there, uh, back on the field, has really given our kids a lift, and they love seeing him out there. So uh, he's had a tremendous season, and he continues to get healthier week by week. All right, let's talk about this week's opponent, uh, Warren DeLaSalle. Record-wise, 
you go four and four, but they play a tough schedule, and this is a real good football team. You're going to be tested this week. Yeah, no doubt. You can't look at their record. I mean, they've played one of the toughest schedules in the state, and uh, we know that you know that's a that's a program that's won state, several state championships. So we know that we're going to have to be at our best. Um, but our kids, you know, are excited because we're playing a home game. Obviously playing in our second you know district title game in two years so we've got a lot of experience we had a lot of kids who are back this year who played in that district championship game and you know we'll rely on those kids our seniors to lead us on friday night so what do you want to accomplish against uh, these guys uh, i mean what what's going to be uh, on the offensive side of the, the the ball obviously you're going to want to run um but uh, defensively, what do you need to do to win this football game? You know, it's really the same plan as we have every week. It's to win the battle up front. Uh, as you mentioned earlier, you know, winning the, the line of scrimmage, which means we, we're defending the run well. Uh, we're able to run the ball. And, uh, you know, again, it's, I think there's things like turnovers. You know, we've taken care of the ball fairly well the last two weeks. Um, you know, we've created some turnovers defensively. Uh, special teams are going to be huge for us. You know, Ian Mitchell has just given us a huge special team advantage, you know, with his kickoffs and his punting. Uh, obviously, with the field goal the other night right before half, again, that was a huge momentum play for us. So, you know, taking care of the ball, special teams, you know, those are things that we preach from week to week. You know, none of that changes. Uh, you know, it's you have to do all those things. You have to win every phase if you want to beat a team like De La Salle. Yeah, it hasn't just been the offense scoring for you here in the playoffs. You've had a, a kick return for a touchdown. You had a defensive score last week. So getting contributions everywhere. Yeah, no doubt. And and even when, you know, you know we didn't get a – we got the um, kick return, a great kick return to start this week, second half. Again, just getting that field position, having to work with a short field offensively. And then, like I said, our kickoff team has been tremendous all year, making the offense go, you know, 70, 80 yards consistently. It's tough to do. So if we can keep winning the field position battle, you know, we'll give ourselves a chance. All right. Well, good luck, and uh, let's hope that we're talking about a regional. Yes, sir. I'd love it. (laughs) All right. Ryan Mullins, and we'll be back with kickoff in just a moment. There's no way you can score without an assist from (laughs) GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Dura Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If your windows stick, <laughs> slip, <laughs> squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. 
Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. When today is unpredictable, staying focused on your long-term financial goals matters more than ever. Count on your Ameriprise advisor for personalized, goal-based advice to help you navigate now and stay on track for tomorrow. Call Ameriprise financial advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Welcome back to Memorial Stadium. Dennis Stuckey with you. And uh, the teams are uh, lining up, and we're getting set for the national anthem. Wind's out of the north tonight, too, so you could probably hear that whipping through the microphone during the uh, anthem. You can hear it in the uh, pregame for sure. Every time I uh, put a microphone in front of Coach Mullins, the wind whips up, uh, and we have a windy pregame interview, but uh, it is what it is because uh, we are in November, folks. Uh, We forget that sometimes because we had some really nice days this week, but we're back to... uh, Cool temperatures, and, uh, yeah, really the the wind makes things, uh, just really exacerbates the situation for this one. De La Salle is 4-4. Four and four. Don't let the record fool you, though. They play a very tough uh, schedule, and the uh, four teams that they have lost to are a combined 34-1 and one this season, and the reason that one of those teams lost a game is because they play in the same league with one of the other teams that didn't lose a game. Catholic Central beat Brother Rice, so Rice is 7-1, Catholic Central 8-0, DeWitt 8-0, and Cas Tech is 8-0. Those are the four teams that have beaten De La Salle. And if you're looking for a common opponent, De La Salle beat Roseville 54-14 in the first round of the playoffs. The Big Reds beat Roseville 28-27 in the last game of the regular season, but again, 
what to make of that, I, I don't know, because it's my understanding that De La Salle just got off to a uh, great start, and that's something that we're used to seeing the Big Reds do, is get off to a great start. PH is going to kick off. Ian Mitchell's going to put it on the tee. And uh, he's going to kick off. I believe that's Stanley standing back near the goal line to take the kick. He'll take it at about the three. Stanley up to the 10. 15-20. Stanley 25. Still on his feet as he races out to the 30-yard line and is brought down at about the 31-yard line. And that is where the pilots of De La Salle will go to work on offense. And again, they will rotate their quarterbacks. That's been their pattern. We'll see some of uh, Brady uh, Drogish, who's just a sophomore, and we'll also see uh, J.C. Ford take some snaps as well, so we've got to keep our eyes on that. They'll start with Ford. And the uh, running back, and we'll see a lot of Stanley back there, but to uh, start the uh, football game, we've got uh, Agrusa in the backfield. And uh, they're running with Ford on first down. And he's out to the 33, picks up a couple. Bring up second down and eight here for the Pilots. And again, it's uh, Ford in at quarterback, Agrusa in the backfield. They're going to go two receivers out to the uh, right here. McCollum in a slot. He caught a touchdown pass last week. Out of the shotgun. Handing it off. This is Stanley. And Stanley trying to get the edge on the outside. And a late flag here as Stanley got to about the 38-yard line for a pickup of close to five. But let's see if this is a hold. Big Reds are pointing that it's against De La Salle. And it is a holding call against the Pilots. So the Stanley run will be negated. And by the time they walk this off, it's going to be, I don't roughly about second and... Uh, second and about 12, maybe? Going to set the ball down at the 29. They need to get out to the 41, so we'll call it second and 12 after the holding call. Stanley the back, Ford the quarterback. Three receivers this time as they've snuck a receiver out to the left, two to the right. Ford working out of the shotgun. Tries the hard count, and it looks like he got the big reds to jump. So offsides against PH, and they'll give back five yards of that holding call. And we'll be looking at second and about seven now. So the cat and mouse game beginning there. So again, that is Ford back there with Stanley who lines up to the quarterback's right, working out of the shotgun again with the three-receiver look. They'll send a man around in motion, and Ford is going to run here on the QB keep. And he's up to the 41. Ball came loose, but a pilot player fell on it, and it's going to be enough for a first down. Needed seven, and they got about eight, an extra yard there when that ball 
popped loose, but I think he had the first down even without the fumble. And they're out to the 42. And so the Pilots get a first down. They continue to shuffle people in and out of the uh, lineup. Janacek is the other receiver with McCollum off to the right. Ford working out of the gun with Stanley in the backfield with him. Fake to Stanley. Ford looking to throw. Has some time. Firing it deep downfield. He's got a man, and it is juggled. And did he hold on to it? It looks like we've got a catch all the way down to the big red 32-yard line. Great catch there. Juggling effort by Kriswatch. Or Kriswak, excuse me. All the way to the uh, 37, or the no, that's the 32 of the Big Reds. It's a 26-yard pickup. And that was a real good uh, job because I didn't think the receiver was going to hang on to that ball. Again, Stanley is the back this time, a receiver to each side. Stanley will get the carry, being chased by Kendall. Got away from him, and he is going to get inside the 30 to about the 28. And he actually made about a four-yard gain there on a play where it looked like he might not get out of the backfield. So Janicek and McCollum. Off to the uh, right here, McCollum in the slot. They've got two receivers to the left as well. They continue to go with J.C. Ford at quarterback and with uh, Stanley as the running back. Second and five from the Big Red, 28. Stanley on the delay. And he's hit at about the 26 and stood up there by Shaka Brown, who came up to make the stop. And about a yard gain there. Three carries, 10 yards for Stanley so far. Ford, one out of one for 26 yards. That was the big play on this drive so far. Just under eight minutes to go here in the opening quarter. No score yet. This is the first possession. Four receivers this time as they'll go trips to the left with Ford working out of the gun. On third, and we'll call it five from the 28. Now Ford checking off at the line. Takes the snap. They run it to Stanley. Oh, he's got a little seam. Stanley to the 20. Stanley to the 15. He's got the first down and more inside the 15-yard line. He's all the way to the big red 12 with a pickup of 16. Boy, he didn't have a, a lot of room, but he saw the little seam there, and he got through it, and then he had a lot of space to run and officially call it the 13-yard line. So that's 15-yard pickup there and a first down. Inside seven minutes now to go here in the first quarter. This first possession, and De La Salle taking a lot of time off the clock. 
They've moved into uh, scoring territory from the Big Red 13. Ford on the keep, running to the left, to the 10. Ford to the 5. And finally, Caleb Collier got over there with a bunch of other Big Reds to make the tackle. But it looks like Ford is very close to another first down inside the five-yard line. Got about nine yards there. And we'll call it second and a yard. It's really second and less than a yard right around the three-yard line. Now they're going to go full house in the backfield. Direct snap it to Stanley, and he's going to be stopped at the one-yard line, but he'll have enough for a first down. Big stick there by the Big Reds, but... They did stop Stanley from getting into the end zone, but they didn't stop him from picking up a first down. So now it's first down and goal to go. Pilots from the big red one-yard line. And again, wildcat formation here, and they're just direct snapping the ball to the back, Stanley. And he's got some bruisers in front of him. Hit from behind, but he crosses the goal line and scores a De La Salle touchdown on a one-yard run. So Stanley has his sixth touchdown in two-plus playoff games. And De La Salle takes the opening possession, and they drive downfield and score. On a Brett Stanley one-yard run. And the uh, extra point is uh, up and through from Cody Cummins. And it's 7 nothing for De La Salle. As they get the opening possession, and they take over half the quarter to drive it downfield and get points with 5.38 to go here in the first quarter. Well, that's about as textbook as you can do it. They had the one big pass play. They did everything else on the ground. So De La Salle up 7-0. Brett Stanley with the touchdown on the one-yard uh, run. And now the Big Reds will get their first uh, opportunity here tonight. Cummins is going to kick off here as well for De La Salle. They've got four kickers listed on their rather large roster. they got a lot of kids on the roster. Cummins is one of four kids listed as a uh, kicker. Uh, I know that uh, last week uh, Lowe, one of their other kickers, kicked a field goal, but uh, tonight Cummins kicks the extra point, and he's going to do the kickoff here. The Big Reds have been really good on special teams this year. Let's see what they can get here. It's going to be a short squib kick. It's going to be bobbled inside the 35 at around the 33. And uh, Goes is just going to fall on it. And uh, the Big Reds will start from about their own uh, 32, 33-yard line. Let's see where they're going to spot this. Looks like they're actually going to give them a spot up around the 34. 
So the Big Reds will go to work. They've got uh, Stocks starting at running back. Three receivers, Shaka Brown off to the right. They've got Andrews and Finney to the left. And D.V. Price will work out of the shotgun. First and ten Big Reds from their own 34. Price is going to keep it. He'll get to the 35. And not much further than that. Looks like they're going to give D.V. a yard, maybe two. Call it a yard to the 35 and bring up second down and nine. This time Finney is going to uh, switch over to the right. He's in a slot there with uh, Shaka Brown wide. Andrews to the left. And Jaden Stocks in the backfield at running back. Stocks is going to shift over to the right of Price. They'll fake to him, and then they'll reverse it to Finney, trying to get to the outside. Finney tripped up. The ball comes loose, and De La Salle's going to recover at around the big red 31-yard line. Finney had the carry. He got tripped up, and the ball came loose. And turnovers could be a big difference in a, any game, but uh, here in a playoff game against a team like De La Salle, you've got to hang on to the football, and the big reds with a turnover, trailing 7 nothing are now in some trouble here as it'll be first down pilots at the PH 31 after the turnover. And De La Salle will switch up quarterbacks now and they'll bring in uh, Brady Brogish, who threw a couple of touchdown passes last week. He's a big, tall kid. And they'll give him four receivers to work with, three split out wide to the left. And a receiver to the right. And that's Yanacek. Uh, Stanley the back. And Drogish is rolling out, looking to throw. Firing deep down the center of the field for Yanacek. And he's got it for a touchdown. They went for the long ball right after the turnover. And Brogish... Found Yanacek for 31 yards. There is a flag on the play in the backfield. I think it's against the Big Reds. It might have been a late hit. So the touchdown is good. And it is 13 to nothing. De La Salle just like that. Two touchdowns in 59 seconds. Not the start that the Big Reds were hoping for. This is only the second time this season they've been behind in a football game. The extra point by Cummins is good. And that will make it 14-0 De La Salle. So Brett Stanley, a one-yard run, and Zach uh, Janicek, a 31-yard touchdown catch on the uh, first play after a big red turnover. 
And it's 14 to nothing for De La Salle. After the uh, enforcement of the uh, penalty here on the kickoff, the Pilots are going to kick off from the Big Red 45. Sometimes teams will onside kick in this position. They will squib it along the ground. This one will be down by the Big Reds inside their own 15-yard line, it looks like, around the 14. Shaka Brown came uh, running up to make sure that he covered up the ball. But the Big Reds won't have very good field position here. They'll start from their own 14. 4.38 to go here in the first quarter. It's 14-0 De La Salle. Two touchdowns, 59 seconds apart with a Big Red fumble in between. So we'll see what they're thinking here this time. Price will have uh, Finney, it looks like, in the backfield this time. They'll move Stocks off into a slot to the left of the quarterback. Finney gets the carry. He's patiently looking for a hole. There's not much there. Got to the 15. We'll call it a gain of one. It'll bring up second and a long nine here for the Big Reds. And Finney, not good news here. Finney limping off. Down to 4-10 to play here in the first quarter. Big Reds looking for some positive yardage. Well, they were down to Roseville 13 to nothing early on, and they battled back in that game. They'll have their work cut out for them here, and they're going to have to burn a timeout now. With four minutes straight up to go here in the first quarter, PH will burn a timeout and discuss things and uh, try to settle themselves down. They're looking at uh, second, and uh, we'll call it nine from the 15-yard line. The Finney play, they really got about a half yard on that. And then Finney came limping off afterwards, so hopefully that's nothing serious. The Big Reds will need Niger Finney tonight to do the things that he does for them. Now, a very enthusiastic Big Reds crowd has been uh, silenced by what we've seen here so far. De La Salle got the opening kickoff, held the ball for seven and a half minutes just about, scored a touchdown on a one-yard run. Big Reds' second play from scrimmage, they fumbled, and then a 31-yard pass play immediately for another Pilots touchdown. Gabe Mose into the game in the backfield now for the Big Reds. They'll go with four receivers. They've got three split out wide to the left here for D.V. Price on second and nine from his own 15. And again, you get the hard count first, and then they check the sidelines and regroup. 
Out of the gun. Price looking to throw this time. Has protection. Now he steps up. And pressure coming from behind. And Price will be tackled forward for about a yard gain out to the 16. And the Big Reds are going to be looking at third and about eight now. At their own 16-yard line. DV had some time there, just nobody was open, and then things finally broke down. Again, with four receivers here, three off to the left. They've got Andrews, Stocks, and Ashford that way. Straight drop to Price. They set up the screen for Gabe Mose, and it was broken up. Boy, that was a lot of things. That's a good defensive play. I can't see who made that, but they nearly picked it off. But if it gets by the defender there, Gabe Mose had a lot of room up the sideline. That might have been a big play for the Big Reds. So that was one of those plays that could have ended up being a big play either way. And instead, it's just an incomplete pass. It'll bring up fourth down. And the Big Reds will have to punt. Mitchell standing at the goal line to kick this one away. Stanley is at midfield looking to get a uh, pilot's return. High snap, but Mitchell pulls it in, gets the kick away. It's a high, short kick. It's going to hit near the 40 of the Big Reds and be down there. So De La Salle again will have a plus field position to start with and around the Big Red 40-yard line. They already have a 14-0 lead in this one, and uh, this is kind of do-or-die time maybe for the Big Reds. It would not be ideal to fall behind by three scores in this game. They're going to have Drogish at quarterback. Stanley in the backfield. They'll go with a receiver to the left and three receivers to the right. They've already hit two big pass plays in the game. Send a man in motion and then send him back again and set up a little screen in the backfield, and then it's an option pass, and it is complete to the 15-yard line to uh, Janacek. A little trickeration there by De La Salle as they swung it out to uh, Milky, and then Milky threw the pass all the way down to the 15-yard line for a 25-yard pickup. So that's three different players who have completed a pass for De La Salle, and 25 yards is the shortest pass play. First down at the 15. And they're going to throw again, and it is complete. And into the end zone for a touchdown is number 34. Or check that. I think that's number... Yeah, 34, that's... Uh, Rozier, and Rozier is into the end zone for the score on a 15-yard pass play. So it is all De La Salle to start this football game. Extra point by Cummins is up and good. 2.27 to go. Here in the first quarter, 
And it is now 21 to nothing, De La Salle. And quite frankly, this was not what I was expecting to start this game. I'm as shell-shocked as everybody else is. I knew De La Salle was good, but I didn't think that they would jump out to a, a three-touchdown lead this easily. And this has happened quickly, uh, too. This touchdown comes uh, just uh, two minutes and 12 seconds after the second touchdown. So in a little over three minutes, they have scored three times. And the Big Reds have a big hole to try to climb out of here tonight. Here's the kickoff by Cummins again. He's just going to squib it along the ground. Bouncing ball, and I believe that's Mose that covers it up at the 29. And they're, they've got a good design here. They're not going to let the uh, Big Reds beat them with a kick return, that's for sure. But Port here in High's offense needs to uh, do something here. At the very least, they need to... Uh, Get a situation here where uh, they move the football and hold on to it for a little bit, give their defense a break. 2.27 to go. They're going to put Price and Amari Holler in the backfield. So the freshman Holler, who has played some quarterback this year for the Big Reds, is back there with D.V. Price. And a pistol look. They'll give it to Holler. And he will get maybe to the 30. And that'll be no gain. So the Big Reds. With no Finney right now. Remember, he limped off after the fumble. And uh, he hasn't been back out uh, onto the field yet. Again, Holler is the uh, feature back here. Gabe Mose is also in kind of a pistol look here. A receiver to either side. Second and 10 Big Reds from their own 30. Down to 140 to go here in the first quarter. Big Reds down 21-0. They fake to holler. Price looking to throw. Pressure coming. Tripped up back there. He's going to be sacked back at the 20-yard line by Stanley. It is all De La Salle right now. That'll be a loss of about 10 on the play. And the Big Reds can't get anything going right now. They're looking at third and 20 back at their 20. Be down to about a minute to go in the quarter by the time they run this play. And I think they'd just like the first quarter to be over right now. They need something big here. Now they're going to empty the backfield. And now we're going to get a penalty for delay a game against the Big Reds. And that's going to push them back five more yards and make it third and 25. So it is not going well for the Big Reds here in the first quarter. 
Gabe Mose now into the game in the backfield. Brown to the right. Andrews to the left. Oh, they hadn't walked off the penalty yet, so that's a delay. 41 seconds to play first quarter. Three touchdowns in a little over three minutes by De La Salle. And uh, they have uh, just blitzkrieg the Big Reds here in the first. This is what we've been used to seeing the Big Reds do to teams up until this point. All right, on third and 25, letting that clock roll down. And now Price rolling out, looking to throw. Will throw. It is complete. Well short of the first down, though. The catch was made by uh, Rob Moore. Uh, Rob Miller, excuse me. And Miller is up to the uh, 28-yard line. He got about 13 yards there, but it's going to bring up fourth down. It'll be fourth and about 12 for the Big Reds, and that'll be the final play of the first quarter. It's all De La Salle right now. They're up 21 to nothing as we take a break. You're listening to the high school football playoffs on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW-TV. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. The Port Huron Prowlers are hoping to be back in action this December. Season ticket holders from the 2019-2020 season will receive a credit towards this year's season ticket package. More information about season tickets will be available when the schedule is released. You won't want to miss any of the high-intensity, fast-paced action this winter. Joe Pace and the rest of his crew cannot wait to bring another cup home to Port Huron. The Port Huron Prowlers are a proud supporter of local high school athletics and GetStuckOnSports.com. Are you ready for some football? GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey. All right, Mitchell with the punt on the first play of the second quarter. Stanley made the grab at his own 47, and he's into big red territory to the uh, PH 43 on the return. So another uh, plus territory start here for De La Salle, who's already up in this one by a score of 21 to nothing. And looking to do more damage here as uh, that was a very forgettable first quarter of play. 16-0 Marine City leads Denby. Tetler had a kick return for a touchdown for the uh, Mariners in that one. Here, the big red defense might have to come up with something to try to turn this thing around. Drogish is the quarterback. He's two out of two for 46 yards and two touchdowns. And he's looking to throw again. Fires over the middle, and this one is incomplete. Dropped. And I do mean it was dropped because that one should have been caught by uh, Tyler uh, Goring, but he couldn't hang on. 
And we've got a big red player down. Injury at the 46-yard line. And uh, the trainer is uh, leaning over him, so I can't see who this is on their back. But it'll be second and 10 for the pilots from the Big Red 43. Coming up, but... Uh, it just keeps getting uh, worse and uh, worse here for the uh, Big Reds as this one moves along. De La Salle got it first. They had a long opening drive. Took about seven and a half minutes off the clock. Punched it in on a one-yard run from uh, Brett Stanley. Big Reds' first possession. They fumbled on their second play. And uh, on their first play after getting the ball back at the Big Red 31, Drogish fired a touchdown pass to uh, Janicek. And then they got the ball on their third possession in Big Red uh, territory. And a couple of pass plays uh, later, Drogic found uh, Rozier on a 15-yard touchdown pass. Three receivers this time to the uh, right and one receiver to the left. Nichols is the man to the left. Drogish working out of the shotgun, but they're going to run this time with Stanley, and he gets away. Stanley to the 40, Stanley to the 35, and he's close to a first down. He gets to the 33-yard line, and that's a pickup of 10, and it should be enough for a first down. So they throw, 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 and then, oh, yeah, they've got Stanley, too. Seven carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown for Brett Stanley so far. Again, they spread the field. This time they send three receivers to the left. Brogush checking with the sidelines here. Stanley will shift over to the uh, right side of the quarterback. They're going to run the option here. Rogic is going to keep it, and the Big Reds weren't fooled by this. They'll stop the quarterback here for no gain, it looks like. There is a flag over here on the near sideline. And that's going to be against De La Salle. It looks like uh, illegal procedure against the Pilots. So let's see if the Big Reds uh, are, in fact, going to take the penalty and push him back five. It's just me or is the, the chains are messed up here. Should be first and 50, or are they saying he didn't get a first down? I guess they're saying Stanley didn't get a first down on that last run. I jumped the gun there, so they're saying it was Third and uh, a yard. Now it's going to be third and six. So that's where the confusion came in for me. So third down and six. The ball is at the 38 after the penalty. So 
So let's see what they're thinking here on third and six. This might be four down territory for them either way. Stanley the back, three receivers to the left, one to the right. Brogish will send a man in motion, and he'll keep it himself running straight ahead. And he's inside the 35 to the 34. He got about four yards there. He's going to be a little short of the first down. It's going to be fourth and a yard, and I'm sure they're going to keep the offense out there and go for it. Rozier has come into the game in the backfield. And I think uh, Ford has come in at quarterback now. Yeah, Ford at quarterback with Rozier as the running back on fourth and one from the big red 34. Ford working out of the shotgun. He's going to take the snap and keep it, and he's got the first down. Slipping off a couple of tackles inside the 30, he goes all the way down to the big red 27. And he got about seven yards there. So they just can't stop De La Salle from moving the chains right now. We have another flag here. We have a personal foul, and it's against De La Salle. So I think they still got the first down, though. Yes, they got the first down, but the penalty is going to push them back to the uh, 43-yard line, and it's still going to be first down and 10. It'll be first and 10, but instead of at the Big Red 27, they'll be at the Big Red 43 after the personal foul call, which came after the play. Down to 9.22 to go here in the first half. It's 21-0, De La Salle. They got them all in the first quarter in about a little over a three-minute stretch. Drogish is back in at quarterback now on first down from the 43. Keeping it on the ground with Stanley being chased back there by Caleb Collier and company. And Stanley will get back to the line of scrimmage. It was a lot of work for him to do that. That was good pursuit by the Big Reds. They're going to need their defense, which has been huge for them all season long, to try to turn the, the tempo of this thing and turn the tide of this game. So it'll be second down and 10 after Stanley was stopped for no gain. He'll come out, and Rozier will come into the game at running back. Nichols to the left, and then they'll send a trio of receivers out to the right. Roger's going to switch over to the left side of the quarterback. Drogish looking to throw, swings it out into the flat. Complete. And a short gain to the 40. The catch was made there by... Devin Smelter. We're getting a lot of people involved in this one. 
Schmelter with his first catch. It's a short gain. Got about three yards there before Shaka Brown brought him down. So now it's third down and seven from the 40. Again, Drogish working out of the shotgun. Going to hand it off on a draw play, and there's room here. And still on his feet is Rozier. And he's got a first down and more inside the 20 and all the way down close to the big red 10-yard line. Pick up. Well, they're going to say he was down at the 15, so a pickup of 25. So Rozier has a catch for 15 yards and a touchdown, and now he's got a rush for 25 yards. Stanley back into the game. First down from the 15. All De La Salle right now, and they're trying to add on to a 21-point lead. Play action here. Drogish under some pressure, but he gets away. And he'll move forward to the 10 and get tackled forward. After a pickup of about seven or eight yards there, he's down to the, looks like the eight-yard line. It'll be second and about three from the eight. Stanley, the running back. This time they've got two receivers to either side. From the eight. Gives to Stanley. He will get a short gain here, maybe to the seven-yard line. Got about one. They'll be looking at third and about two. Now Stanley will come out. Ford is going to come in at quarterback with uh, Rozier, the running back. So they continue to switch personnel here. Ford seems to be the guy they like in running situations, and when they run their regular offense, they like Brogash in there. Third and about two here from the seven. Ford on the snap, keeps it, goes straight forward. He's going to get the first down, and he's going to get into the end zone for a De La Salle touchdown. A seven-yard run by J.C. Ford. And that will make it 27 to nothing now for De La Salle with 4.53 to go here in the first half. And the Pilots have scored on every possession tonight here in the first half of this game. Cummins' extra point try is botched, and now they're running around back there. Trying to get something going. Janicek is just going to throw it up into the end zone. It's deflected around and it's caught. Are you kidding me? De La Salle, even when they screw up, good things happen to them. A deflected pass, and I believe it was Rozier who actually caught the football on the deflection after they botched the snap and then just, again, blindly threw the ball up into the end zone. 
and that will make it 29 to nothing. With 4.53 to go here in the first half. Four different pilot players have reached the end zone here. And now even, like I say, even when they make a mistake, something good happened for them. Well, I don't like to say these are must situations ever, but with under five minutes to go here in the first half, I think this is a must drive for the Big Reds if they're going to make a ball game out of this tonight. Just under five minutes to go here in the half. 29-0 De La Salle. Here's the kick. They're going to kick it deep this time and give Shaka Brown a chance on the return, and he's going to reverse it to Holler. Holler to the 20, to the 25 before he is knocked down, and the Big Reds actually starting from their own 25. This is some of the better field position that they've had tonight to start on offense. If you've been following the Big Reds like I've been following the Big Reds this season, this is uh, a new frontier. They have not been in a position like this all year long. Again, they only trailed in one other game this season, and the most they were down was 13 points. Price is going to run here. DV will get to the 32, or to the 27, excuse me, and he'll pick up a couple of yards there. Four carries for minus six for Price. The Big Reds have minus nine yards rushing here in the first half. And no Niger Finney. He's been out since their uh, second possession tonight. Out of the gun. On the ground. Not a lot there. Maybe a yard for Gabe Mose. That's Gabe's first to carry. Big Reds will be looking at third down now. And seven from their own 33. They really need to pick up a first down here. Keep that offense uh, out there. It's been a lot of three and out or less tonight for Port Huron High. The Big Reds do not have a first down yet here in the first half. Price looking to throw. He wants to go to Shaka Brown. Now he's going to run with it, see what he can get. Makes a nice move to get up to the 37, and that's enough for a Big Red first down. Good decision there by D.V. Price. He gets to the 38. That'll be a pickup of 11 and a Big Red first down. Well, they needed that. 
So that's step one. That's the Big Reds' first first down of the game, and it comes with three minutes to go here in the first half. Moses, the running back. I think they'd like to take a shot to Shaka Brown. The problem is, is Price doesn't have a lot of time back there to uh, give Shaka a chance to get downfield. De La Salle is big and they're fast. Price wants to throw here. Pressure coming again. He's got to step up. Scramble for his life. Now he's going to throw it up for Shaka Brown, and Shaka's got it at the LaSalle 40 for a big red first down. They'll finally run him out of bounds at the 36-yard line. A 26-yard little shot put pass. And that's the first real big play for the big reds tonight. They needed that. Price is two out of three for 39 yards. First down, Big Reds from the Pilot 36. Down to 2.29 to go here in the first half. Again, Moe's the running back. They'll go two receivers to the left, Shaka Brown to the right. Handoff gave Mose, and he's hit right away and a drop in the backfield for a yard loss. Actually, they gave him a really nice spot. Looked like Gabe lost a yard there, but they're going to give him the line of scrimmage. And it'll bring up second down and 10. Down to 2.05, clock running here. Big Reds have two timeouts remaining. They could really use a score here before halftime. 29-0, De La Salle in the lead. Price out of the shotgun. Pressure coming right up the middle. He's got a run, and he will just throw it away. And they're calling for intentional grounding, but no flag here. The officials are going to talk about it. And they will throw a very late flag. So they'll call it intentional grounding against DV Price. And that'll make it third and 15. Or is it a spot foul? I'm not sure. So it's a loss of down, but it's from the the spot that they mark off the five-yard penalty, so it's actually going to be third down and close to 20. All the way back out to the 46. They've got to get to the 26 for a first down. So third and 20 back at the 46. Four receivers this time. Straight drop price, and again, pressure coming. He's just got to throw one up, and he has to throw it away. In the area of Jaden Ashford, girling on the uh, coverage, but no chance. There's no time for DV to do anything back there. De La Salle had uh, two guys chasing him back to his own side of the 50, and that's going to bring up fourth down, and it's going to bring out Ian Mitchell, and we're going to get a flag now 
A very late flag again here on the near sideline over by the Big Reds bench. I'm not sure what this is for. So the officials are giving a sideline warning. No, that's not a sideline warning. They're calling a penalty against DeLaSalle. Unsportsmanlike against DeLaSalle. This is going to be a 15-yard penalty and a first down. Got to double-check because it's not always automatic in high school. Only certain penalties are automatic first downs. And they were looking at uh, needing 20 for the first down. Now they have changed it. It is still fourth down, but now instead of fourth and 20, it's fourth and five. And so the Big Reds will bring the offense back out on the field. Fourth and five at the uh, 31. They need to get to the 26 for a first down, and they really could use it. So first real big mistake by De La Salle tonight, maybe. Giving the Big Reds another chance here on offense to convert a fourth down play. Moses is the running back. Miller comes in motion. Play action, though. They're going for it down the far sideline. A lot of pushing and shoving, and the pass is underthrown and incomplete, and there are no flags. Now there is a late flag. They were trying to get it to Khalil Andrews, and finally we've got a flag at around the three-yard line, and it's on the far side of the field, but if this is pass interference or holding against De LaSalle, that'll be a big break for the Big Reds. Pass interference, De La Salle. So that'll be a big red first down. The walk-off should put the ball somewhere around the, I think, the 11-yard line. So thanks to a couple of De La Salle penalties here, the big reds have picked up 30 yards. And they have a first down. I'm going to put it down at the 16. 125 to go until halftime. Big Reds need 16 yards here in a bad way. And they've got a fresh set of downs to try to do it with. No Niger Finney. He got injured in the first quarter. And the Big Reds down four scores right now, 29 to nothing. E.V. Price is two out of four for 39 yards. Caleb Collier into the game at running back. And what do we got? A penalty flag down. And is this another delay game against the Big Reds? It is. Now they didn't need that. It'll make it first and 15 back out at the 21. This, um, and it, uh, the score has a lot to do with it, but this just doesn't feel like a district final playoff game right now because, number one, I think the Big Reds are in a little bit of shock at the way things have gone here in the first half. There was a lot of energy before this game started, and that was sapped out pretty quick. They're going to give it to 
Collier, no. DV Price is going to keep. Nice fake by DV. And he'll work his way to about the 14-yard line and get about seven yards there. And that'll bring up second and about eight here for the Big Reds from the 14-yard line. And we're now down to a minute to go here in the first half. They do have two timeouts remaining. They're not really in a a hurry-up mode just yet. Price looking to throw. Gets some protection now. Fires. Shaka Brown leaps up at the five but can't haul it in. Nothing clean, though, for the Big Reds here in the passing game. Price has got to run around. He kind of jumped through that one. And Shaka went up as high as he could but couldn't pull it in. Forty-four seconds to go here in the half, and it'll be third down and about eight here for the Big Reds from the 14-yard line. Obvious four-down territory. They need a touchdown, and they need it in a bad way. Brown split out way wide to the right. They've got uh, Miller and Andrews to the left. Collier the back. Price looking to throw. Again, he's got a rollout, throwing for Mullins at the 10, and that's incomplete. And that's going to bring up fourth down. Trying to get it to Jace Mullins, who they have not targeted since the second game of the season. Jace had two catches, one in the first game and one in the second game, and they hadn't thrown the ball his way since. Now they're at fourth and nine from the 14 with 38 seconds to go here in the half. They'll keep the offense out there, obviously. Even a field goal at this point doesn't really do it for them. But they need a minimum of nine yards right here. Collier the back. Miller and Brown to the right. Price, straight drop. He's got some time. Throws over the middle. Mullins has got it. Does he have enough for the first down? It's going to be close. He makes the catch at about the six-yard line. And that might be just enough for the first down. They're looking at it. They went back to Jace Mullins this time on the other side of the field. And they're saying, I think he didn't get it. He needed nine, and they're saying he got eight. They gave him a spot at the seven, and that'll be a yard short. So that's a tough break for the Big Reds. 29 seconds to go, and their drive will stall at the De La Salle eight-yard line. Brogish working out of the shotgun. Hands it off for Stanley. Stanley's going to get a couple of yards there to the 10, and then we've got a flag with 22 seconds to go. Well, it was close on the Mullins catch. But they put him a yard short of the first down. And so the Big Reds turn it over, and now 
with 22.3 seconds to go. We're sorting out another flag. This one's against the Big Reds. A face mask call, so they'll tack this on to the end of the run. This will be a 15-yarder, and that'll bring it out to about the 25. And it'll be a first down as well. Going to call it the 24-yard line. First down pilots at their own 24. Now they're going to take a timeout here and talk about what they want to do. 29 to nothing. De La Salle rolling in this one right now. Thought maybe the Big Reds were going to make this interesting going into the half, but their drive stalled a yard short of a first down inside the 10 at the 8-yard line. And I'm assuming out of a timeout that De La Salle's going to run something here that they're not just going to call a timeout and then take a knee. And they have been dangerous in the uh, passing game here in the first half. They have 100 yards passing here in the first half with uh, three different people completing passes. The running back, Milky threw a 25-yard pass on his only attempt. Ford is one out of one for 26 yards. And uh, Brogish, who's in there right now, is three out of four for 49 yards and two touchdowns. Rozier is the running back this time. On first down from their own 24, and they go with two receivers to either side. As Brogish works out of the shotgun. Nope, they're going to run the football, and there's some room for Rozier, and he's across his own 40, and he'll run out of bounds near the De La Salle 43-yard line, 42-yard line. So he got about 18 yards there. He only has three touches, but Rozier has done some damage. So they've got a first down out to their own 42, and they have six seconds still to work with here. So now they'll go three receivers off to the left and one to the right. Rogish working out of the shotgun with Rozier back there. They are looking to throw. They set it up in the flat for McCallum. McCallum to the 50. McCallum to the big red 44. And they'll call timeout here with about eight seconds, I think, to go here in the uh, half. About a 14-yard pickup there. That's McCallum's first catch. And we've got uh, Miller down for the Big Reds. He's uh, shaken up on the uh, play, and they're attending to him back near the port here on high 47-yard line. 29-0, De La Salle. They've got it first down at the Big Red 44 with it looks like 8.1 seconds to go. Let me stand up and make sure because the clock has been uh, – Hard to read for me this year because of the one goalpost and where I'm sitting in the press box. So, yeah, 8.1 seconds to go. 
Green City now up at uh, home over Denby, 23-0 at halftime. So things going good for the Mariners, but things not going good tonight for the Big Reds. Not sure. I think De LaSalle used a timeout after the injury. All right, so it's first down from the Big Red 44. They've got eight seconds to work with here. They'll go with three receivers out wide to the uh, left side. Janicek, who's got a couple of catches tonight for 56 yards, is over there with uh, McCollum. And uh, the other receiver out that way is Beasley. They've got Nichols to the near side. Rolling out. Rogish throwing on the run. Completes it, and then it's fumbled out of bounds by uh, Janicek. I think he did that on purpose at the 35-yard line. They got about nine yards there, and then he just threw it out of bounds with two seconds to go, I think, to stop the clock. Third catch for Janicek. So now it's... Second down in about a yard, but uh, it looks like they're going to try a field goal here. 1.9 seconds to go, and Cummins has come out. This is going to be a 52-yard field goal attempt, and he sends it, and that's going to be well short. Fielded at about the one-yard line by the uh, Big Reds, Amari Holler, and here's Holler up to the 20. Holler to the 29, and then he's laid out on a big, big hit by... Rozier with no time left in the half. That was actually kind of a dangerous attempt by De La Salle, a 52-yarder that was way short. And the dangerous Amali Holler got it at the one-yard line. And he turned the corner at the 20, and he had a chance for a big play, but then Rozier came up and shut it down. There is a flag, but the teams are leaving the field because it's against the Big Reds, and De La Salle has declined it. And so we have reached halftime, and it's all De La Salle here in the first half of this one. They lead it 29 to nothing, and uh, we'll take a break and uh, recap that uh, first half scoring for you in just uh, a moment. It's uh, Dennis Stuckey with you here from Memorial Stadium as uh, we bring you uh, high school football playoff action between Warren De La Salle and Port Huron High on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW-TV. And again, our score is 29 to nothing, De La Salle. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. 
Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Make sure to tune into the Get Stuck on Sports podcast with Dennis and Brady, releasing every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning for all the latest in Blue Water area sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. De La Salle got the uh, opening kickoff uh, tonight, and they held the ball for almost seven and a half minutes, drove downfield, and got a one-yard touchdown uh, run from uh, their running back, Brett Stanley, to take a 7 to nothing lead with uh, 5.38 to go in the first uh, quarter. Big Reds fumbled on their first possession at their own 31, and 59 seconds after the Stanley touchdown, uh, Jack Janicek hauled in a 31-yard touchdown pass to make it 14 to nothing for De La Salle, and two minutes and 12 seconds later, Later, they had the ball back, uh, and this time it was Brett uh, Rozier who caught a 15-yard touchdown pass, and it was 21-0 for the Pilots at the end of the first quarter. They got the only touchdown in the second quarter on a J.C. Ford 7-yard touchdown run with 4.53 to go until halftime. Then they botched the snap on the extra point, but the way it's been going for them, Janicek, the holder, picked up the ball, threw a prayer into the end zone, and it got batted around and deflected, and Rozier caught it on the rebound for a two-point conversion, making the score 29 to nothing that's where we're at right now here at the half we'll take a look at some of the first half of statistical numbers in just a moment it's 29 nothing de la salle we're at halftime here in this district final playoff game from memorial stadium on getstuckonsports.com and ebw tv Every grandma knows GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. 
Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service, our drivers are the best in the business, whichever direction you are heading. From sightseeing tours to conventions, sports teams, and sporting events, Preferred Charters have the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride. During the current COVID-19 pandemic, we are postponing casino trips and Detroit Tigers outings and asking you to please stay safe and healthy during this difficult time. Contact Preferred Charters at 810-982-7433 for more information. The Port Huron Prowlers are hoping to be back in action this December. Season ticket holders from the 2019-2020 season will receive a credit towards this year's season ticket package. More information about season tickets will be available when the schedule is released. You won't want to miss any of the high-intensity, fast-paced action this winter. Joe Pace and the rest of his crew can't wait to bring another cup home to Port Huron. The Port Huron Prowlers are a proud supporter of local high school athletics and GetStuckOnSports.com. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Since 1894, Ameriprise Financial has worked for their clients' futures, helping millions of Americans retire on their terms. Work with Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts, and together you'll develop a customized plan for your retirement. Discover the one-to-one relationship you deserve. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hey guys, Brady Bean here for TP Logos in Marysville. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium, TP Logos has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery, custom screen printing, and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including things like Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They are open weekdays 8.30 to 4.30 or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for your gear. You'll get it in days with TP Logos. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey. All right, pretty even attack from De La Salle. They had 249 yards of offense, 123 through the air, 126 on the ground. Rozier, two carries, 43 yards, plus he caught a 15-yard touchdown uh, pass. Stanley had 39 yards uh, on 10 carries and a touchdown. J.C. Ford, five carries, 33 yards and a touchdown. And uh, Brogish was five out of six for 72 yards and two touchdown passes in that first uh, half uh, one to Yanacek, uh, who had three catches for 65 yards. Big Reds had just 57 yards of offense, 47 through the air, just 10 yards rushing 
for Port Huron High. DV Price, three out of seven for 47 uh, yards. Uh, and uh, Price also the Big Reds uh, leading a rusher tonight, six carries, but for just 12 yards. Niger Finney had two carries for minus three yards and a fumble before leaving the game with uh, what we think was some sort of leg or knee uh, injury. He did not uh, return after the Big Reds' second uh, possession on offense here in this football game. 29 to nothing, De La Salle with the lead. Let's grab another break, and then we'll be back with more here from Memorial Stadium. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Derek Lean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Lean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Lean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Since 1923, Mama Vicky's has been Port Huron's original Coney Island with two convenient locations to serve you. Mama Vicky's Downtown is open Monday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. Mama Vicky's North End is open Sunday through Thursday from 7 a.m. to 4 p.m. and Fridays and Saturdays they stay open till 8 p.m. With delicious Coney dogs for only a buck 59, you can make every day a Coney day. That's right, Coney's for just a dollar 59. Mama Vicky's, a port here on Original since 1923. The City of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, well, here the score is 29-0 for De La Salle. Uh, we're following three other area teams uh, tonight. Marine City has a 23-0 lead at home over Detroit Denby at halftime. At halftime, North Branch is tied with Ortonville Brandon 21-21 uh, in a game of two real powerhouse teams there. Uh, and at the half, Ubley on the road all over Flint Beecher 36 to nothing. The Bearcats uh, in the uh, lead in that one uh, tonight. So 36 nothing. Ubley at the half. North Branch, Ortonville, Brandon tied at 21. Marine City with a 23 nothing lead over Denby. And here, De La Salle leads Port here in high 29 to nothing. We're at halftime at Memorial Stadium. You're listening to high school football playoff action, the district finals on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW TV. 
Every grandma knows. GetStuckOnSports.com is where the grandkids play. To hear you say that makes me love you, baby. Making lots of memories. It's your kids. It's your schools. It's your sports. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Caro, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Feel more confident and in control of your financial life. Ameriprise Advisors can work with you to provide personalized, goal-based advice based on your short and long-term goals. Plus, you can track your investments and financial solutions with our digital tools and regular meetings. Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services. Services LLC, member FINRA, and SIPC. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250-7520. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey. Well, the Big Reds will get the ball first to start the uh, second half, but uh, they're going to really need to turn this football game around, and they're going to need to do it in a hurry. They've got the firepower to do it. However, losing Niger Finney uh, early in the uh, first uh, quarter um, is uh, something that uh, is going to hurt the cause uh, as well for Port Huron High because uh, Finney is a guy that they lean heavily on, especially on the offensive side of the uh, ball, to come up with some uh, big plays. But uh, really in that first half, the, the story was the Big Reds couldn't establish the run, and uh, the, the pass game, uh, D.V. Price just doesn't have a whole lot of time back there to uh, throw the football as De La Salle is uh, able to uh, get uh, penetration on just about uh, every uh, play. And uh, on the other side of the ball, the De La Salle offense – very balanced. They can throw and uh, they can run, and they had a lot of success in that first half. They lead it 29 to nothing. We'll start the third quarter when we come back. There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, Replace them with Anderson windows with low E-glass, low-maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. The Port Huron Prowlers are hoping to be back in action this December. Season ticket holders from the 2019-2020 season will receive a credit towards this year's season ticket package. More information about season tickets will be available when the schedule is released. You won't want to miss any of the high-intensity, fast-paced action this winter. Joe Pace and the rest of his crew cannot wait to bring another cup home to Port Huron. The Port Huron Prowlers are a proud supporter of local high school athletics and GetStuckOnSports.com. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, we're ready for the start of the third quarter. Big Reds will get the ball first. Remember, De La Salle got it first in the first quarter and ran about seven and a half minutes off the clock. Another short kick. Stocks has got it near the 30-yard line. And he'll be stacked up and tackled short of the 35, and that's where the Big Reds will go to work here. And they've got a lot of work to do in this one if they want to get back into it. Boy, they had a big chance towards the end of the first half. Under a minute to go, and their uh, drive stalled at the De La Salle 8-yard line on a 4th and 9 play. They got 8 yards. They're going to open here with a receiver to either side and then two men in the backfield with Price. They've got uh, Miller and Collier in the backfield. Shaka Brown to one side and uh, Andrews to the other. Fake to Miller. Price is going to keep. DV to the 35. DV to the 40. 
And DV dragging tacklers close to a big red first down out near the 43-yard line. Pick up a close to 10 for DV Price there, who was held to 12 yards total in the first half running the football. So that's a good start. First down, Big Reds. Again, not in a great deal of rush. They're not going to change up too much here to start the second half. Although they stay with Miller and Collier in the backfield. Fake to Miller. Price going to keep again. And this time, DV is going to be stopped at the 44 after picking up just a yard. So second down and nine coming up for the Big Reds now. They're at their own 44-yard line. Now they're going to keep Collier in the backfield and move Miller over into a slot to the left of the quarterback on the same side that Andrews is on. Shaka Brown, the lone receiver to the right. Price working out of the shotgun, tries the hard count, but nobody's moving. Hand off this time to Collier, running downhill. Collier to the 50. Collier nearly breaks free. He's wrapped up by the ankle by Rozier, and that was a big tackle by Rozier because Collier was on the move. He's to the 44 with a big red first down. Pickup of nine for Collier on his first carry of the game. A big red first down. So that was a pickup of uh, 12 there by Collier. To the 44. Opening possession of the third quarter. Big Reds are down 29-0, trying to do something about that. Collier the only back. He'll stay in and block this time. Price, though, is going to be sacked back at his own 48. We do have a flag on the play. Collier had what I thought was a great block. I hope that's not what the penalty is for. He sent the De La Salle rusher head over heels, and they are. They're going to call it uh, a low block by Collier, and that's going to be a big penalty against the Big Reds. Because the sack was an eight-yard loss, and then you're going to throw the penalty in on top of it. No, no, it looks like they're going to decline the penalty. I'm going to take the sack instead of the penalty, which I would have thought in that circumstance they would have been able to get both, but it's going to be second down Big Reds and about 17 for a first down back at their own 49-yard line. Jaden Ashford into the game as an extra receiver. He's lined up on the right side with uh, Shaka Brown. Andrews is wide left. Collier the back, and now we're going to get another delay game penalty against the Big Reds. And that's going to cost them five more yards. Okay, 
So now they're all the way back to their own 44. They've got to get to the De La Salle 35 for a first down. So second and 21, Big Reds. Price working out of the shotgun here with three receivers. He's looking to throw, but again, pressure coming. He's flushed out. Now he's going to run, and he's going to be hit from behind and tackled behind the line of scrimmage for a loss. Back to the 42. They're going to lose a couple. De La Salle just keeps coming. Now it's third and 23, Big Reds. They're going backwards to their own 42. Wasn't all that long ago on this drive. They were on the other side of the 50. Let's see what they can do here on third and 23. Eight and a half minutes to go third quarter. They're going to empty the backfield. Price sets up the screen, and Ashford couldn't make the catch. Hit him in the hands. And around the 43-yard line, but he couldn't come up with it. Not sure they would have gotten a lot on that uh, play, but that looked like a catchable throw, and it's going to bring up fourth down. And Ian Mitchell will come out to punt here. Mitchell to punt. Stanley back to return the kick. He stands at about his own 29-yard line. Stanley will let it bounce shy of the 30. Takes a De La Salle roll backwards and will be down somewhere near the 33-yard line. So the Pilots will get it back for their first possession of the second half. They lead it 29 to nothing. They scored 21 in the first quarter in about a 3-minute, 15-second span. They scored the only touchdown of the second quarter. And they'll come out in a four-receiver look with two to either side. Stanley, the running back, and that is uh, Brogish at quarterback. He was five out of six in the first half for 72 yards and two touchdowns. They were pretty balanced between throwing and running. Low snap. Brogish looking to throw, has time, and he's firing it deep down a seam, and it's dropped at the 35-yard line, trying to get that one into Rozier. Couldn't haul that one in, but uh, Rozier was pretty effective in the first half. He only touched the ball three times and got 58 yards. He had two carries for 43 yards, and he caught a pass for 15 yards and a touchdown. He also caught that two-point conversion pass that was an accident. (laughs) Second and 10, pilots from their own 34. And this time it's a direct snap. And a run back there. Is that Ford? Let's see who comes out of the pile there. Yeah, they snuck Ford back in at quarterback, and he gets about a four-yard gain there. 
six carries, 37 yards, and a touchdown for J.C. Ford. Now Brogish is back in at quarterback. And we got a flag. Noah Kendall was coming. Was he drawn offside? Yep. Ball start against uh, LaSalle, and that'll cost them five yards. So instead of third and six, they'll be looking at third and 11. So it'll be third down and 11. The penalty will move them back to the 34-yard line. Rogish working out of the shotgun. Stanley the running back, two receivers to either side. And Brogish is looking to throw on a slant to Nichols. He's got it across the 40 to the 43. He's going to be about a yard short of the first down. Needed 11 and got about 10 there. That's Nichols' first catch of the game. And that'll bring up fourth and a yard, and they're keeping the offense out there. And they brought Ford back in at quarterback, and he's got uh, Rozier in the backfield with him. And Ford will run with it straight ahead, and the Big Reds stop him. It's going to depend on where they say his progress was. It's going to be very close. And they may bring out the chains. He needed a yard, and Noah Kendall is saying he didn't get it. He didn't get it. The Big Red defense gets a stop. It was close, similar to the uh, play at the uh, end of the first half for the Big Reds where they thought they had a first down and uh, were stopped a yard short. De La Salle gets stopped there on fourth down in their own territory, so the Big Reds will take over at the Pilot 44. 6.53 still to play here in the third quarter. See if they can capitalize on this. Really, the, the game has kind of settled in here since that three, three-and-a-half-minute stretch in the first two quarter. Bryce looking to throw. Does he have some time this time? A little bit. Now he's going to scramble around, complete it to Miller near the 40, and then Miller dropped the ball. They're going to say it's a catch, but he fumbled it out of bounds back really at the line of scrimmage, and it's going to end up being like no gain here. So Miller gets a catch, but he doesn't get any gain. Four out of nine for Price for 47 yards in the football game. Second down, Big Reds at the 43. Two receivers to the left. Collier the back. Caleb's going to get a carry here to the 40, to the 35, and he'll go out of bounds at about the 34-yard line. Got about nine yards there. 
And that's going to be enough for a first down. So first down, Big Reds to the 33 of De La Salle. 6.37 to go here in the third quarter. 29-0, Pilots lead the Big Reds. Andrews is split out wide to the left. They've got Miller and Ashford to the right. They bring Miller around and give him the ball on the jet sweep. And Miller will squiggle ahead for about a yard to the 32. Miller had only one carry all season long, and that was a five-yard game again in the uh, Port Huron Northern game. So again, with no Niger Finney, they're looking to other guys to try to create something here. Second down and nine from the 32. Six minutes to go here in the third quarter. Big Red's trying to get on the board here. Collier, the running back. Miller comes around in motion again. They fake to him. Now it's Price right up the middle. 25-20. DB to the 15. Cut back at the 10. Spin move down close to the five-yard line. First down and goal to go. Big Reds. They've got a man down injured, though, on the play. That might be Jace Mullins in the backfield. But a big run by DV Price. They're going to spot the ball, it looks like, at the uh, six-yard line. It'll be a pickup of 26. And the Big Reds are going to be first down and goal to go, but again, they've got a man down on the uh, play in the backfield. And I think it might be, well, no, I take that back because that looks like Jace over there. So I'm not sure who this is. It's down. I thought I saw a nine. Could be Dominic Smith then. It might be 79. But again, he's on his back and I can't tell. to go here in the third quarter. And after a uh, 26-yard run from D.V. Price, the Big Reds are first and goal to go at the uh, De La Salle six-yard line. But they've got a, a man down back around the 33, and that is Smith, Dominic Smith. He's sitting up now. But that's a big body up front that uh, would be a big loss again for the Big Reds. I'm going to help Big Dominic Smith up. He's not putting any pressure on that uh, right leg. And so this another big red down. And again, they lost Niger Finney very early in the game. And now big Dominic Smith is uh, needing some assistance to get off the field. 
5.41 to go here in the third quarter. No scoring here in the second half yet. All our scoring came in the first half. It's 29-0 De La Salle. So Dominic Smith out. And the Big Reds looking at first and goal from the six. Collier will be the running back. They'll send Andrews and Miller wide to the left. They've got uh, Shaka Brown back in. He's wide to the right, way wide to the right. Collier the back here for Price, who works out of the shotgun. Really need to punch this one in. Collier will line up to the right of Price, working out of the shotgun here. Caleb will get the carry, and not much there, maybe to the five, and it'll be second down and goal. Caleb Collier the ball carrier. Nothing there up the middle that time for Caleb Collier. Second down goal to go, Big Reds. Scoreboard still says it's the six-yard line, so we'll call it no gain for Caleb there. Three carries, 22 yards for him tonight. Second and goal from the sixth. They'll move Miller slot right of the quarterback. Collier lines up to the right in the backfield. Price looking to throw this time into the end zone and underthrown and picked off. Wanted to get it to Shaka Brown, and it was intercepted just inside the goal line, and De La Salle's defense holds. Interception there by Jaden Conklin. And that's the second turnover of the football game for the Big Reds. They had a fumble on their first possession, and for the second time tonight, they get inside the 10 but come up empty. And, boy, if they could have gotten points on those two possessions, we'd actually be in an interesting football game right now. Ball will be brought out to the 20 on a touchback after the uh, interception in the end zone by Conklin. And it will be first down now for the Pilots from their own 20. Brogish is going to hand it off, and here's Stanley with some room to the 25. Stanley to the 30, cut back 35-40. Stanley to the 45. Stanley all the way out to the Pilot 48-yard line with a 28-yard pickup. Eleven carries, 67 yards, and a touchdown for Brett Stanley tonight. He opened the scoring way back in the first quarter with a one-yard run. And he picks up 28 there. That's the longest run of the night for the Pilots, though they did have a 25-yard run from Rozier in the first half. Four receivers. Nichols is to the left, and then they've got a bunch of three to the right. Stanley remains the running back. And they're looking to throw. Pressure coming from Kendall. Brogish steps up. He's firing deep down the far sideline. Oh, he had a man. McCollum wide open, and he overthrew him. Threw that ball up into the stands. If that hits McCollum, he's going to walk down that far sideline into the end zone for a score. So a break there for Port Huron High that uh, Brogish, who's got a big arm, 
had too big of an arm there. Second and 10, De La Salle from their own 48. 3.54 to go in the third quarter. De La Salle leads it 29 to nothing. McCollum and uh, Janicek split out wide to the uh, right. Nichols is to the left. Stanley is the running back for Brogish. Play action. Brogish rolling out. Steps into his throw. Fires it deep downfield into double coverage. It's batted around. Juggled. Picked off by Amari Holler. Back out of the seven-yard line. Holler on the return now out to the 20. Amari Holler to the 30. Amari Holler to the 40. Back to midfield. Cuts back to the 45. And finally brought down around the De La Salle 41-yard line. There is a flag back around the 14-yard line. Let's see what this is about. But another deflection play, and this time it worked out in the Big Reds' favor. Actually, we've got two flags, I see. Another one near the 25. But an electric return there on the interception by Amari Holler. Let's see if it stands. Pass interference against the Big Reds. Block in the back against De La Salle. Now the pass interference call is, I think, going to negate the turnover. Now they're just going to say the penalty's offset. We're going to replay the down. So a whole lot of excitement for a whole lot of nothing there. So when it's all said and done, where are they going to set the football down? We had offsetting penalties, but De La Salle is uh, lining up. On the big red side of the field, and the ball should be, if that's an offsetting play, the ball should be way back at the 48 of De La Salle. Yeah. Finally, (laughs) De La Salle was 10 yards up the field there, further than they were supposed to be trying to line up for offense. So a little bit of excitement, all for naught there. It's uh, offsetting penalties, and we're just going to replay the down, and it's going to be second down and 10 pilots from their own 48. And we're down to 332 now to go here in the third quarter. McCollum and Janicek, along with uh, Beasley now, is over on that side as well. So they've got three receivers that way. Stanley the only back, and Nichols is split out wide to the left. And uh, this is Ford in at quarterback. He's going to keep and get a yard to the 49. So it's going to be third and about nine here. 
So they brought in Ford for just the one play, and now Brogush is going to come back in on third and nine. Marine City is still up 23 to nothing after three quarters at East China Stadium on Denby. Most likely the Mariners will be on the road next week at Frankenmuth. We're assuming Frankenmuth is going to beat If Corona won, then they would have to come to Marine City. But they're the uh, underdog in that one. We're going to get a timeout called here by De La Salle. We're down to 2.35 to go here in the third quarter at... Uh, the game is kind of stalled here. With uh, a lot of uh, penalty flags and uh, some confusion. Third and nine. Coming up here for De La Salle at their own 49. They have not punted the football tonight. And they've only... Uh, Failed to score on one possession, which seems strange to uh, say because they only have four touchdowns tonight, so that means they've this is only the sixth time in the game they've had the football. That's not a lot of possessions. And, again, the Big Reds were stopped at the eight-yard line at just before half, and earlier in uh, this uh, quarter they were stopped with an interception in the end zone. If they punch those two in, I mean, we've actually got a very competitive football game. There was really about a, a three to three-and-a-half-minute stretch in the first quarter where De La Salle scored those three touchdowns, and uh, that little flurry might win them the football game in the end. That's why they're way out in front right now. So third and nine, Brogish, play-action pass, throws it underneath, and it is uh, caught. To the Big Red 45. I believe that was uh, McCollum with the catch. They're going to give him the Big Red 44. And it's going to bring up fourth and two after about a seven-yard gain there. So fourth and two from the 44. They'll keep the offense out there. Stanley the running back. Three receivers to the right with one receiver to the left. And they're going to run the option, pitch it back to Stanley, and Stanley's going to be hit right by the first down marker, but I think with second effort he got the yards that he needed. He needed two, and it looks like he got to the 42-yard line. It was close. He was hit before the first down marker, but then he battled forward on second effort and got the first down. First down. So on fourth and two, they get the two yards they need. And they get a fresh set of downs now and a chance to work more time off the clock. 95 seconds to go here in the third. We've had no scoring here in the third. McCollum, Nichols, and Beasley are split wide to the left. And uh, Janicek is the receiver to the right. Beasley goes in motion that way, keeping it on the ground with Stanley. A little delay move to the 40, and he'll get to the 38 and pick up about four yards there. 
13 carries, 73 yards for Stanley. He's their leading rusher. Second and six coming up from the Big Red 38. Two receivers to the left and one to the right this time with Stanley again in the backfield with Brogish, who works out of a shotgun. Give to Stanley. He'll get to the 35 and then lunge forward to the 33. He's about a yard short of the first down. Got about a five-yard pickup that time. They're looking at third and about a yard. And they don't have to run another play this quarter if they don't want to. But we'll see what they're thinking. I think they're thinking they're not going to run another play. They'll try to pick up third and short when the fourth quarter begins. No scoring in the third. De La Salle still with a comfortable 29-0 lead in this one. And we'll be back with the fourth quarter in just a moment. You're listening to high school football playoff action on GetStuckOnSports.com and EBW-TV. Are you ready for some football? Don't you dare fumble that ball. Keep it glued to GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Precision Care has been locally owned and operated in Marine City and has served the Blue Water community for over 25 years. Precision Care is the leading property and landscape contractor in St. Clair County. Always looking to hire the best people? Check out their website at precisioncarellc.com. Click on the application for employment tab and send in your resume today. Precision Care is a proud supporter of local athletics at all levels. Call today at 810-765-7968. For all your landscaping needs, it's Precision Care, LLC. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. Are you ready for some football? Get stuck on sports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Let's get back to the game with Dennis Stuckey. Third and two from the 33 for D. LaSalle as we open up the fourth quarter. Keeping it on the ground with Stanley. Stanley to the 30s, got the first down. Tackled at the 26 yard line as Myuri made the stop. Pickup of about seven yards there, though. As De La Salle continues to move the chains here, grind time off the clock, and move back into a big red territory at the 26. Rozier moves into the backfield now to give Stanley a breather. Brogish looking to throw on a slant. He threw that one low. Trying to get that one into Nichols. Brogish is 7 out of 11 for 89 yards. They also have another 51 yards through the air because Ford is 1 out of 1 for 26 and Milky is 1 out of 1 for 25. I think that was the only play, the, the trick play where Milky threw the pass is the only play. And he's been in the game on offense. 
So again, with uh, Rozier as the back this time, they go trips to the uh, left. Yanichek to the right. Rozier the carry. Straight ahead, wrapped up by Noah Kendall first, and they'll stop him at the 25-yard line after a pickup of one. Three, carrier, uh, three carries for 44 yards for uh, Rozier. So third and nine. From the big red 35 in what I'm sure is four down territory for the pilots. Brogish rolling out, throwing on the run and trying to get it to McCollum near the 10-yard line, and he missed him with that throw. And that's going to bring up fourth down and nine at the 35. I'm sure they'll keep the offense out there. to play here in the fourth quarter. It's 29-0. It's been that way since there was about five minutes to go in the half. That was the last time we had a touchdown in this game. That was the Ford touchdown run in the uh, second quarter. Four different pilots have made it to the end zone tonight. So fourth and nine, and did the Big Reds jump off, or were they drawn off? Offside Big Reds, so... They didn't need that. That's going to turn it into a fourth and four, which is a, a lot easier for the offense. They'll set the ball down at the 20. And it'll be fourth down and four now. Just been that kind of a night. Things that haven't usually happened to the Big Reds this season have happened in this one. So on fourth and four, Blitz coming from Collier. They're going to throw a screen, though, to Rozier. And he is going to pick up the first down after getting to the 15 and picking up about five. Well, the Big Reds brought it that time, but Rozier slipped out of the backfield and got just enough for a first down for the Pilots, and they moved the chains again. They're at the Big Red 15. There is a penalty flag down now. I don't know if any time came off the clock there. Penalties against the Big Reds. Look like a personal foul. So this might be half the distance here. And give them a first down and goal to go inside the 10. Going to set it down at about the seven, and it'll be first down and goal to go. Now another whistle. And we're going to get another uh, discussion here by the officials. And we got a uh, warning, I think, against the Big Reds. Or unsportsmanlike against the Big Reds. So we're going to walk off another half the distance penalty here, and this will put the ball inside the five. Put it down at about the three-yard line. 
So first and goal from the three now. Or are they going to say the four? The scoreboard says the four. Okay, yeah, the four-yard line. He did push it back a yard. Brogish is the quarterback, and they've got uh, Stanley back into the backfield now. First and goal from the four after all these penalties. And Brogish is going to throw. He's got a man wide open, and it's a De La Salle touchdown. I think that was 81 that they snuck across in motion. That would be uh, Gerwack, or Griswack, and he has his second catch of the game. This one is a four-yard touchdown reception. And De La Salle goes up 35 to nothing with 10.23 to go here in the fourth quarter. And the extra point is good from Cummins. And that will make it 36 to nothing. So Griswack. Catches the third touchdown pass of the night from Brogish. And with 10.22 to go, it's now a 36 to nothing lead for De La Salle, and that will put the game into running time with a uh, spread of more than 35 now. So a long night here for the Big Reds. It's going to put an end to uh, what was a uh, spectacular season that they've had this year. And we've got penalty flags on the kickoff here. North Branch has taken a 35-28 lead on Ortonville-Brandon in their game. And Marine City was cruising at last look at 23-0 on Denby. Ubley was winning big. They were up uh, 36-0 at halftime in their game at Flint Beecher. So, so far so good for the other Blue Water area teams tonight, but it's been a rough one for the Big Reds here at Memorial Stadium. They're down 36-0 with 10.22 to go. And Cummins will punch it into the ground. It'll be juggled and bobbled and finally covered by the Big Reds inside their own 40. And so the Big Reds will start at about their own 37-yard line. And the uh, clock running. We are in running time because of the score. Price still in there at uh, quarterback. They're going to have uh, Collier 
in the backfield. Gabe Moses is going to line up as a slot receiver. Part of three receivers out there for Port Huron High. Price is 4 of 10 tonight for 48 yards. And an interception. They're running. Gabe Mose on a uh, sweep here. He'll cross the 40 and get out to about the uh, 43-yard line. It's about a six-yard pickup for Gabe Mose. Just his third carry tonight. He's got seven yards rushing. He's going to go slot left of the quarterback. And uh, Wilson into the ball game at running back. We haven't seen him since the uh, opener against uh, Frazier. But Wilson had a touchdown in that game against Frazier. Mose comes around in motion. Fake to him. D.V. Price is going to keep it. Tees to the 45 and picks up a couple. So Jacob Wilson, who is a senior, checking in there and getting some playing time. And like I say, he had uh, five carries, 20 yards, and a touchdown against Frazier in the opener and hasn't uh, seen any action since. He's going to get a carry here. He's got enough for a big red first down as he burrows his way to the 49-yard line and picks up four. So first down, big reds out to their own 49. LaSalle is also getting some uh, new bodies into the game on the defensive side of the ball. Ashford is split out wide to the right. You've got uh, Mose and uh, Andrews to the left and Wilson in the backfield for D.V. Price. He works out of the shotgun with uh, 8.08 to go here in the fourth quarter. 36-0 De La Salle. Mose comes around in motion. They'll give it to uh, Mose. He's across the 50, still on his feet as he crosses the 45, down to about the 42-yard line. And that'll be a gain of close to nine yards for Gabe. That'll bring up second down and about a yard here for the Big Reds. So second and a yard from the 42. Mose will come around in motion again. They fake to him. DV's looking to throw. He's firing it deep. Wobbly pass for Andrews in the middle of the field, and he had to come back, and he just couldn't get to it. And around the 18-yard line, it'll fall incomplete. Khalil had a step on his man there. But the uh, pass just didn't have enough steam to get out to him. Inside seven minutes to go, and again, we're in running time right now. Third and a yard here for the Big Reds from the 42. And again, they're in four-down territory. Out of the shotgun. Price wants to keep it himself. He shakes the tackler in the backfield and gets a first down. DV to the 35, and he'll be tackled forward to the 33, and he's got a big red first down and a pickup of nine yards. 13 carries, 51 yards for DV Price tonight. Yes, 
Now Wilson is going to line up as a uh, slot man. And Mose is going to move into the backfield. He's going to fix uh, D.V. Price's uh, shoulder pad first, though, before they can get anything done here. Working out of the shotgun. they got that trips bunch off to the end of the line. Play action. Price is going to step up and run with it now. And he'll be tackled by the ankles at the 31-yard line after about a two-yard gain there. So it'll bring up second down and eight. Big Reds at the Pilot 31. 36-0 De La Salle with 5.25 to go here in the football game. Now Wilson was going to line up in the backfield. They're going to move him into a trips bunch to the right, send two receivers to the left. So empty backfield with five receivers here for Price. Second and eight from the 31. Now Mose comes in motion. They fake to him. Price looking for a hole to the 30. And Price close to the 25-yard line. They're going to call it the 26. So it's a five-yard gain. And it's going to bring up third down and about three. Again, empty backfield with five receivers. Third and three from the 26. Four and a half to go here in the football game. Mose comes in motion to the right. Price looking to throw, though. Now he's got to scramble. DV trying to get outside. Throws underneath. Gabe Mose the catch. And then he was hit hard, but I think he held on. No, they're saying he didn't hold on. He dropped it. Would have been enough for a first down inside the 20, but Mose wasn't able to complete the catch. So it'll bring up fourth down and about three here for the Big Reds. At the 26-yard line, they'll keep the offense out there. They'll move Mose into a uh, slot off to the uh, right here. Ashford also out to the right. Andrews to the left. Wilson the back. On fourth down and three from the 26. Price going to keep running straight ahead. He'll get to the 29. That's not going to be enough. Got about a yard, yard and a half there. And the Big Reds will turn it over on downs, and that might be their last opportunity to score tonight. Three minutes to go in a running time game, and De La Salle's going to get the football back at their own 29-yard line. Sixteen carries, 60 yards for D.V. Price tonight, but it's not going to be enough. For the Port here in high Big Reds, they're down 36 to nothing as they give the ball back to De La Salle. And now De La Salle's going to get some new uh, faces into the ball game. Nick Yee was lined up as the running back. Timeout called here by the Big Reds. 
Mm. It's been cold all night, but the coldest wind just blew through here right now. <laughs> that was a big icy blast that came through here just to kind of add insult to injury. Two thirty-four to go. First down LaSalle from their own twenty-nine. And let's see, we've got new everything in there. We got a new quarterback as well. Brady Pellegrom is the quarterback. And he's rolling out, looking to throw. Brady Pellegrom dumps it underneath, and the catch is made out near the 31. And the De La Salle crowd goes uh, crazy. 89, the tight end made the catch. That's Mario Badali. Gavin Troy made the stop for the Big Reds, but Dally picked up about six there. And now we've got a scramble in the backfield. Yee ends up, uh, I think, on top of the football. And they're going to lose yardage here. So we're at that part of the game where things are going to get a little bit messy. And we're looking at third down and about five here. LaSalle at their own 29-yard line. Going to give it to Yee. And Yee is going to spin forward. And it looks like he got enough for a first down out around the 34-yard line. So Nick Yee gets the yardage they need to pick up the first down. Out to the 35, and we're under a minute to go here, and De La Salle taking their time. They're going to get another new running back uh, into the game. And it's going to be a carry here for number 27 this time around. This is uh, Bolesky, Landon Bolesky, and he just didn't want to go down. He's across the uh, 40, out to the 43, got about eight yards there. Thirty to nothing. Marine City has won tonight, so they're going to play next week, either at Frankenmuth or at home against Corona. They'll play the winner of that game. The winner of this game is going to be De La Salle. They're not going to take another snap, and they're going to win this one by a final score of 36 to nothing. So the Pilots improved to 5-4 and four on the season, and they will win the district, and they will play at Warren Mott next week for the regional championship. And the Big Reds, who won their first eight games of the season, including their first two playoff games, are going to see their season come to an end tonight. They'll finish 8-1, and one, losing this one by a final score of 36 to nothing. And we'll be back to tell you all about it in uh, just a, a moment as we get the postgame started in just a few minutes. 
There's no way you can score without an assist from GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. The city of Marysville continues to strive to be a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. Go to our City of Marysville webpage at cityofmarysvillemi.com to find employment opportunities, business assistance, learn about our outstanding Marysville public school system, or just book a round of golf at Marysville Golf Course. Marysville, a great place to visit, a better place to live, and a great place to open a business. And remember, the sun always shines in Marysville. Preferred Charters is a privately owned and operated transportation service located in Michigan for the past 13 years. Well known for customer service and well-maintained equipment. From sightseeing tours to conventions, corporate transfers, sports teams, parades, sporting events, and private charters, Preferred Charters has the wheels and wherewithal to ensure the smoothest ride with drivers that are the best in the business. Call 810-982-7433 and let Preferred Charters do the driving. For full-service residential and commercial network installation and management, you need Andrew Thompson at Thompson Engineering. Thompson Engineering will install and maintain long and short-range point-to-point links, install security cameras, access controls, and provide audio-video engineering. Visit online at thompson-engineering.com or call them at 810-221-1667. That's 810-221-1667. Thompson Engineering, network and radio solutions that work. To those who love the grind, run with us on a John Deere Gator UV. Because your daily routine may change, but the land stays the same. There's still ground to cover and a herd to keep in line. Out here, the work never stops. So keep going on a Gator UV with the power to forge ahead. Nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit at Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Get Stuck on Sports is the place for high school football playoff action. Next week, it's the regional playoffs. You can follow Port Huron High and Marine City should they advance right here on GetStuckOnSports.com. Next week is also the start of the high school hockey season. Join us next Wednesday as Port Huron Northern hosts Detroit Catholic Central. And on Thursday, Marysville will face Clio. GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. See you on the field, superstar. You've got it on GetStuckOnSports.com. Your kids, your schools, your sports. Well, there's really not much to tell you about this football game tonight. De La Salle scored uh, early and often. They had a barrage, got three touchdowns in the first quarter in a little over three minutes, and that's really the story of the uh, game. They never look back, uh, racing out to the 21-point lead and winning by 36 tonight. 36 to nothing, the uh, final score. No real numbers that stand out for Port here in high. DV Price was their leading rusher, 60 yards on 16 uh, carries. He was 4 out of 12 for 48 yards uh, passing. 
two turnovers for the uh, the Big Reds. They had uh, two real big chances in the game. Just before halftime, they got stopped at the eight-yard line of DeLaSalle on a fourth down play. Uh, and in the third quarter, they moved it down inside the 10 again but got picked off in the uh, end zone. Uh, and that was really the, uh, the story of the football game here tonight. Elsewhere, Marine City moves on. They beat Denby 30 to nothing. They'll travel to Frankenmuth next week. Frankenmuth uh, put 56 up on Corona tonight and won that game uh, easily. So Marine City Frankenmuth uh, next week in a regional at Frankenmuth. Looks like North Branch might be moving on. They are leading Brandon 41 to 28 with uh, about 4 minutes to go in the fourth quarter in that one and uh, Ubley cruised to a 42 nothing win over Flint Beecher tonight at Beecher so Ubley moves on to the uh, regionals in uh, high school uh, football so we will continue to cover Marine City football wise but uh, don't worry we still got plenty we've got three hockey games for you next week starting uh, Wednesday night when uh, Port Huron Northern opens the season at home against uh, Brother Rice we'll have uh, that one uh, for you uh, here on GetStuckOnSports.com don't forget Brady and I have a podcast for you tomorrow morning you want to wake up have your breakfast with us we'll tell you about uh, this game and uh, all the other games that were going on around the uh, area once again final score here tonight from memorial stadium as uh, warren de la salle 36 and the port here in high big reds nothing the big reds finish uh, the uh, 2020 season eight and one from port huron to marysville and st Clair to marine city the blue water area is stuck on sports